Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing 90 Day Diaries. So, we don't really have any hot goss to discuss. We will hopefully have some um, on uh, Merit at First Sight. So, we're just going to jump right into the episode. So, 90 Day Diary, Season 5, Episode 2. Lay all your love on me. It's, what was the title last time? Because all I can think of is ABBA. Lay all your love on me. Okay. So first we talk, we're, we're with Brandon and Julia. So they got a new house. That is a 100% fixer-upper. They have now been married for three years. So if we remember from last season, they were supposed to move to Florida for a job opportunity that came around when they went on a cruise with his parents. Well, that did not end up happening. He says it's because his job gave him an offer he couldn't refuse, which was becoming a manager. Um or supervisor, I should say. But maybe it's more because it just was never going to happen. <laughs> um, so they live currently two hours away from their parents, but Betty somehow still manages to be there all the time. So when it comes to their house, as I mentioned, it's a fixer-upper, they're doing all of the renovations by themselves because they're broke and don't have the money to hire anyone to actually do the work for them. And all of the work that they need to do, they need to have it done in the next two days because it's two days before Christmas and Betty and Ron are going to be coming over for Christmas. Um, I don't believe for a second this was actually Christmas. I believe everyone would go to Betty and Ron's for Christmas because doesn't Ron have other kids? I don't know if he has a relationship with them or what, but anyways. So Julia, even though she's been there for three years, hasn't worked since being in the States. We hear about the her go-go dancing back in Russia. And well, she kind of says like she would want to do dancing at a nightclub or a strip club and she would make more, probably double what he makes, which he's obviously isn't for. I think that's normal. And he also says that he doesn't believe she would make double what he makes. And I'm like, she probably could. If she's good, she probably could make double what you make. But He's not about it, so whatever. So now it's quote unquote Christmas. Ron and Betty show up and they're doing their thing. They're opening gifts, whatever. all great. And Brandon decides that he's going to gift a fucking key to their house to his mother. The boundaries are non-existent between mother and son, as we 
know if you don't remember. And when he gives her the, the gift and she opens it, she's like, oh, oh, oh. So she's, she's doing that. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> but Julia had no clue this was happening. He never told her. He just gifts this key to his mother, like Tom, and which we will talk about at the end, um, and, and doesn't tell Julia anything. And Julia gets upset, obviously, and she's like, he never told me about this. Like, whatever. And the thing is, is that Brandon gifts the key with stipulations, basically saying you can't come over all the time. And Betty's like, but I already do without the fucking key. And he's like, yeah, but like, you can't, but but, like, then why give me the key? Julie's like, I don't know. I didn't even know he was giving you the key. I don't understand why you need a key. You know, if you're only coming over when people are here and she kind of like says, Oh, you know, I can come over and like, you guys might not be home and I can like clean for you. Wouldn't you like that? And they're like, no, or at least Julia said no. And basically this back and forth, like disagreement over the key pisses Ron off. So I guess, I don't know if Julia asked for the key back or Brandon asked for, I don't know who asked for the key back. But Betty says, I'm not giving the key back. And Ron says, give me that, throws the key at Julia. And I'm like, what the fuck? That man scares me. I'm telling you that right now. But I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you throwing the key at Julia like she did something wrong? No, your fucking son did something wrong. Because as they're going back and forth prior to this, Ron is like, okay, Betty, okay, calm down. Like, you know, maybe we shouldn't like just show up unannounced all the fucking time. But then he throws the key at her. And then obviously Julia gets upset and she's like, this is your key. So you figure it out. And she ends up leaving and it's just mother and son. And he's like, here, take the key. I gave you the key. Like, you know, like he still gives her the key. And yeah, Betty apologizes. She didn't think it would come to that. Um, and Brandon's solution is like, well, um, maybe I shouldn't have given her the key um, in front of everybody else. So you would have given it to her in private and that would have been worse. Like, honestly, but Anyway, that's it for Brandon and Julia. Let's move on to Jenny and Submit. Now, this shocked the hell out of me, this this little storyline here that we got. So he, as I think we kind of already had an idea about this, he's running a cooking business or something, like some sort of restaurant. It's a cloud restaurant. He says that later. But then he also is doing... Um, He's like doing like cooking videos or whatever. So anyways, as we're doing this cooking video, the power goes out, whatever. Um, but he makes this dish. Um, I think it's called Dali Pollock. And he makes it. He gets Jenny to be his guinea pig. And she's like, it's a little spicy for my liking. But, you know, whatever. And then we start hearing about the parents and the fact that obviously we know dad accepted without Sadna 
And then she tells us that they have uh, Sadna and Dad are going to be having chai with Jenny and Samit. And they sit down for chai and and they basically say like they have accepted Jenny. Because what else can you do with basically literally something Sadna said? <laughs> but they say they accept her and Jenny's happy. Jenny's like waiting for this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, I, I wanted your love and I love you guys. And it was very nice, very sweet. And obviously Summit's happy because he says I able to have the love of my life um, and the love of my parents. And he's content. He's happy. I wasn't expecting any of this. I was shocked. My mouth was agape the entire time that I see them all in one room actually being civil with each other. But that's basically it with Jenny and Summit. So next we are talking about Kara and Guillermo, aka Baby G. I love him. Um, so she's currently 37 weeks pregnant. Um they change homes, which I think if you're pillow talk watchers, you kind of know this already. Um he has two jobs. They, or let me rephrase, she has decided that she wants to give birth in a birthing center with midwives and doulas because she wants to be able to experience natural birth. Number one, you can still experience natural birth in a hospital. Number two, I don't know about everywhere, but definitely here, we definitely did a lot of work to get there. Here in Ontario, you can have midwives and doulas in the room, um, at a hospital room. So there are many options, you know, you can do that. Um, number three, good for she, because I'm, give me the drugs, give me the drugs. I have a very low pain threshold. So good for her. She, I wish I could, but I know even before I'm pregnant that I can't, you know, so good for her. Um, he doesn't understand why she wants to do um, the the labor in a birthing center, but he says it's not up to me, so I'm going to shut my mouth and let her do what she's going to do. And that is the right way to do things. He's learned very well. So they talk about like what is acceptable to do during the labor which is like they run to choosing the bigger room so that they can have him in the tub with her when she's giving birth. And they say, okay, well, he has to wear swim trunks when he's in there with you because she is actually going to be fully nude during the labor, but he has to wear swim trunks. Making out is definitely encouraged. Nipple, nipple stimulation is also encouraged because it will help with, you know, relaxing you as much as humanly possible when you're about to push a human out of your vagina. So yeah, sounds great. She also is, well, I think the midwife tells them that you can um, have lots of sex just to get, you know, just to promote her going into labor. 
And then she also says, yeah, I think it also is helps because the semen softens the cervix. Um, I was today years old when I found that out. I didn't know that semen softens your cervix. Good to know. Um, really good to know. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Cool. Um, anyways, moving right along. Um, he's definitely down for having lots of sex. He's like, I like relaxing. Relaxing's good. And they're all for relaxing. (laughs) But 10 days later, their son is here. His name is Nicholas Antonio. She went into labor on her actual due date, which is, she says straight up, it's so rare. Um, she contributes that to his semen. Did the, did, did what it need to do? Soften the cervix. So she would, you know, um, she says that everyone's been crying in the house, baby, mom, dad. Um, they're exhausted. And he says that having the baby has made him love her more, which is so sweet. And she gets emotional. She starts crying and he's like, no, don't cry. And she's like, I'm hormonal. (laughs) They, I wasn't sure about their story. The fact that we didn't see a lot of them during 90 day OG, uh, which I guess was last season. Right. Um, it, uh, it kind of showed you that they're probably fine. And seeing them on Pillow Talk has really warmed the heart. I actually really like having seeing them on Pillow Talk. And to seeing this was just they love each other. They love each other so much that he says they're definitely gonna have another baby. Maybe in the next couple of months. And her face is like, the fuck you say? I'm not having another one in two months. <laughs> But that's it for Kara and Baby G. Last but not least, Jesus, Tom is next. I'm going to fly right by most of this. I'm going to spend a little more time when he's back in England. I'm going to fly by this as much as I humanly can. So, Tom is going to go to Istanbul. Why? Because he's going to go get his teeth fixed. Why? Because why not? Darcy did it. Stacy did it. Florian did it. Why the fuck not? Right? There's a place to go. It's Turkey. Except I don't think they went to Istanbul. Can't remember where they went. But anyway, that's what he's going to go do. He does mention, and I wrote this down only because the irony of him using this particular term. He talks about Mariah and the fact that like they um, kind of their journey with the last 90 day diaries that we saw them on and kind of talking about that. And he's like, you know, all of the, you know, the boxes that needed to be ticked have been ticked in terms of he's met the kids and all that. And I said, Hmm, the boxes, huh? That sounds so familiar. Yeah. What was his name again? Ash. Ash. Yeah. Um, Ashen Avery, uh, Seattle Avery. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I remember she's from Seattle, but 
But anyways, Ash, he was talking about boxes too. Anyways, so he does say, you know, talking about the fact that when he proposed last time and she said no, and here's why she said no, now they are officially engaged. He says that he originally was going to plan to propose to her in Venice, but that unfortunately didn't work out because one of her sons and his friend wanted to go somewhere else and completely ruined the plan. Then he decided, okay, I'm going to propose in England instead, but he forgot the ring at home. And she actually thought he was kidding, but he's like, no, seriously, I don't have the ring. I have this key though. Maybe I can give you the key. Kidding. But he, she does eventually, I guess, get the ring and they're getting married. So he, um, this, he says that they still needed to decide where they're going to be living. They haven't figured that out yet, but we'll maybe get some answers a little more towards the end. Um, so he says to us that he has not been to the dentist in 20 years. Well, that's still counting because I feel like if you go to the dentist, it's because they're going to clean your teeth, maybe do some fluoride, you know, you know, do some polishing, not file your fucking teeth down and then give you veneers. That's, that's a little different than, than going to the dentist, but he hasn't gone to the dentist in 20 years. He complains that he's doing his teeth because they, we've, I never knew this. It's kind of funny though. They called him Snaggletooth Tom. Well, maybe that's why you had snaggle teeth, sir, because you haven't gone to the dentist since you were what eighteen. As soon as you were legal, you're like, "Fuck the dentist! I'm not going anymore." Like, is that you know what I mean? Anyways, so the solution is to get fucking veneers. But anyways, he says that going to the dentist gives him anxiety. Okay, fine, to knock him out. I don't know. What to do. Anyways, he says that he's even gone as far as to pull his own teeth just so he can avoid going to the dentist to have them pull his teeth with pain meds. Like they can freeze you and give you laughing gas. That shit's fucking great. But you pull your own teeth by yourself. Make it make sense. Anyway, and you know what? Maybe they wouldn't have had to even pull the tooth because they probably had an issue going on that you were fucking ignoring. And then eventually it just became a dead tooth that you had to pull yourself. They could have saved the tooth. I, anyway, okay. Um, let's just, I'm, I'm not going to try to analyze Tom. Let's just keep going. So he ends up calling Mariah to get her approval on the shade that they're going to pick. She says, go brighter, lighter, whatever, because they do get darker, sure. Um, and, um, so that's what he ends up doing. He ends up actually calling Mariah a little later on to show like these fake teeth he had them make. He's pranking her. She fully is on board thinking this is what's happening. And she's like, those, uh, incisors are really big. Um, are they going to file it down? I like the bottom. Like what's, um, hmm, what's happening here? She's like, oh, it's a joke. It's not, it's not my real teeth. She's like, oh, thank God. Cause she probably would have given you the ring back. Um, anyway, he 
it's all done now. The teeth are good, whatever. So let's move on. This weird ass transition from that to this. It's Valentine's Day. Um, he's all alone because she's not there. Um, so they're going to have like a virtual date. Um, so they, he goes to like this bar. There's no one else there. It's just him. And, you know, they, he kind of, she says to him, like, smile for me. And he's like, I don't know how to smile yet. Like, he hasn't figured that out with his fake teeth. And um, he thought that when they got engaged, that things would change. Um, and he says that they haven't, in his opinion. And she says, like, I just wish that you would give more thought to moving to Vegas. She doesn't want to uproot her kids. And honestly, I don't even think she probably could. I believe I remember back in the last season of 90, Di- 90 Diaries, she can't even leave because like her child, her children's father probably wouldn't have allowed it. Anyway, so um, he says he will, you know, maybe he'll think about it. He says it in the moment, maybe he'll think about it. Um, but there are things he needs to consider first and people he needs to talk first. So let's go to that scene. So now he's back in Nottingham and he, uh, he's going to be sitting down with his mom. I believe it's Jane spelled J A Y N E. Um, we've never met her before. Now I understand sister and mom look quite a bit alike. Oh, Tom did too, though. Oh, no, no, that's no okay. Um, but we see his mom, and you're like, "Whoa!" But then you're like, "Oh shit!" She has tumors. We don't know how many tumors, but she has tumors surrounding her windpipe. Oh my god! And this is why. He is hesitant to move away from England because of his mom. Oh, but wait, hold on to that because apparently there's more. She very flippantly mentions to him, like when they're talking about, just kind of organically goes into this conversation, I guess. His mom is like, listen, you know, Mariah makes you happy. You know, I'm happy that she makes you happy. That's all I worry about. Don't worry about me and my health. Don't worry about your dad and his cancer. His dad has cancer. So his mom has tumors, which I don't know if they're cancerous. That wasn't clear. And then his dad has cancer. Oh my God. It was in this moment that I'm like, oh, oh, we actually have some substance with Tom because Honestly, I feel like the entire time we have had Tom in our lives, there hasn't been a lot of substance with him. And this is the first time where I'm like, oh, okay. All right. This is pulling at my heart here. Um, She does say like, don't worry about us. You know, if something is going to happen, I guess Emma will call him or, you know, maybe she'll call him. Someone will call him to get him to come home. Um, But she doesn't want him home delaying his life for them. I don't know what I would do in this situation. Like he, he gets emotional actually saying that like he's never felt so loved in this moment. Oh, and I mean, I don't know what I would do 
I mean, yes, you have the person that you can envision life with that you're going to marry, hopefully, but then you have your parents that are sick and uh, I can't imagine being halfway across the world from your sick parents. And then poor Emma has to take it all on. I don't know if she has, I think she has kids. So I just, I can't imagine. For those who don't remember Emma as a sister. But I'm just like, oh, but I, I guess he is gonna, I guess he's gonna move to Vegas. I don't know. Um, he hasn't quite made that decision. I guess he's gonna let this sit and stew. But I wish him all the best and hope he makes the right decision, whatever that decision is for him. Um, this is the shit I care about. I don't care about the fucking teeth. This I care about. Um, but that's it for Tom. Um, next time on, I'm not going to go through all the little things here, but we see, um, Courtney. It's going to be my next episode. I'm so excited. Um, Courtney actually says that, you know, if she's dating or looking for a, a partner, she doesn't really care how old they are as long as they're not on oxygen. Okay. Um, more power to you, I guess. Uh, that's not for me, but hey. Um, Kobe and Emily, we're going to see them again too. Um, ma'am, strap on? For who? For him? I don't know, man. I don't know no Batman that's ready to get pegged, but sure. <laughs> Go for it. I will say, in my experience, um, there there are certain black men that are a little more adventurous, um, and or would would maybe do something like that. I don't know if that's for Kobe, but they at least got handcuffs, so it's fun. Handcuffs are fun. Handcuffs are safe. Yeah. Um, we see some Ari and Benny. He's dancing on Janice. That was really weird. Um, but they're falling apart. They are falling apart. Um, Ari and Benny. And we also see Bilal and Shida and just trigger warning for what is to come. Just be kind to yourself because they are going to talk about their pregnancy loss. So, um, yeah, that, that's going to be a tough, a tough one to watch, but that is it for 90 day diaries for this week. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the podcast on either Apple podcast or Spotify. Please share the podcast with everyone in your life. Don't forget we're on all of your favorite podcast apps. So like share, subscribe, follow all things um, so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook or Instagram at reality tea times two, Twitter, TikTok, and Reddit at reality, reality tea, reality times two pod. That was hard to say for some reason. You can also email us at reality tea times two at hotmail.com. Don't forget we have our website where uh, you can go to solo.to for its slash reality tea times two. And don't forget, I haven't mentioned it in a while, YouTube at reality tea times two. And don't forget, I have my other podcast with my friend, Mikkel, 
which is, um, you can go to our website at solo.to forward slash next take podcast, or you can also go to YouTube at next take podcast. And we're also on all of the, your favorite apps as well. You can find us there. Um, I am going to share an episode from that. I think I've pretty much decided which episode I'm going to give you guys. Um, so you can expect an episode from that coming your way and um next month as a special little bonus but that is it for now thanks guys bye